Welcome to Season 2 of the Financial Fofu Podcast. I'm Trudy Cowan. And I'm Sarah Eiferman. Welcome to joining us, learning a bit more about overcoming your fear of financials. Yeah, the fear of fucking up. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, we've got a great season in store for you. And remember, if you'd like to get in touch with us, all you've got to do is click the link in Anchor and leave us a voice message or hit us up on our social media. That's right. We've got some fantastic topics in store for you this season. But as always, we welcome your feedback. And if there's anything in particular you'd love to hear from us, then shoot us a message. Yay. Let's get into it. Let's get straight into it. Welcome back for season two. It's great to be back, Sarah. Yay. It's been a little while since we've been in front of the microphone. Yes, we had a hiatus. We did have a little hiatus. We've uh, both had a fair bit of work and other projects happening over the last few months. Correct. (laughs) But we thought it was uh, time to get back in your ears. Absolutely. And today we thought we'd start with a topic that we spoke a fair bit about last season, uh, business plans. Yeah, we didn't actually do a specific episode on it, though. No, but it seemed to come up time and time a again. A lot. Surprise. Sarah's favourite topic. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I just, you know, once again, it's just so foundational mm-hmm. and it often gets sprouted a lot, but nobody really knows what is one, how to use it effectively, and where to take it once they do it. So seeing as your favourite topic, Sarah, tell us, what is a business plan? (laughs) Well, you know, traditionally a business plan is a document, but at Helix we like to see a business plan as a document, but that forms part of an all-encompassing idea. It's one of the foundational pillars of business, um, and it usually has a couple of different sections that go into it. So it, it becomes the framework that... Tells the story of where you're going and how you're going to get there. Um, We've often referred to that as a roadmap. We talked about the Melbourne to Sydney analogy in a previous episode. Um, And the the purpose of it is, is that they give you that that framework that structure for where you're going and why but they still need to remain fluid and tangible and able to change as you and your business needs change as well yeah that's right and look there's there's lots of different ways you can lay out a business plan you know you can have a very formal word document that steps through all the different elements yeah. of it or if you're a more creative type there's no reason you can't set up a pretty powerpoint or absolutely or, or a pitch deck a, a pitch equivalent deck. Yeah. Um, look personally i do really feel that business plans are behaviors mm. and habits as yep. opposed to documents yep. um and, and that's probably one of the fundamental differences as to how we view them and mm. utilize them in business here at helix because if they're a behavior and a habit they're innate yep they're not something that requires your instructions from the paper or the page. No, but the paper and the page can help keep you accountable. Absolutely. To that Absolutely. Plan. You, you definitely have to have it written down. It's just, mm. it's not that old adage of write a business plan, put it on the shelf and let it collect oh, dust. No, definitely not. There's no point if you're just going to stick it on a shelf time. and never look at it. Exactly. That's a waste of our time. So... What do we think we'd like to know? Well, in terms of the actual written document, mm-hmm. is it just for me? 
Or would I ever actually need to give it to someone? Yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, yeah, 100% it is for you. Um, it's really beneficial to be either built with or in conjunction with your business advisors and your accountant because it assists with tax planning. Yep. Um, it also is a foundational piece for lending and finance, a business plan and a forward cash flow often is the make or break between a bank giving you funding or saying, sorry, no chance. Yeah. So, yes, you do give it to people at, at yeah, different and, times. And often um, if you're applying for some government grants, Same particularly thing. some of the yeah. larger ones, yeah. they will ask to see yeah. um, a business plan as part of testing that you're a viable business to, to give the grants You to. might not give them the whole plan. You might yeah. give them sections of the plan as well. So, I mean, traditionally they used to be very large, long-winded documents that went through your mission statement and your vision statement and all those words that I think are extremely boring and also should be covered off in your brand and communication strategy. They don't actually form part of your business plan. I know I'm a little bit controversial with that, but (laughs) they should already be done. Yeah. Right. You should already know what the identity of your business is and how you communicate with your consumers. A business plan tells you where you're going in business and why it's different. Yep. And it's sort of, I can step through how you're going to get there in terms of structure of your business, employees, suppliers, um, what sort of products you're going to sell or services you're going to provide. Yeah. Um, Often a business plan will also include, as you say, a cash flow forecast. So it might include some of your financial um, information. Let's talk about those four key pillars of a business plan or a modern business plan, as I often (laughs) refer to it for some clients. So it's the who you are and the why it is important. Without those two things covered off, the rest are superfluous. They don't come to fruition. So let's make up a a business and try and put some actual context around it. Okay. All right. I'm selling a widget. A widget? Yeah, a widget. Okay. It was always a widget at uni. A, a widget on a computer or one of those widget devices. Let's go thingies. a physical the- widget. We're selling some sort of physical widget. Wow, we your accounting personality is coming right <laughs> through to the forefront here. But sure, we're selling a widget. Right. Okay, so what is the purpose of a widget? Well, that's when my generic widget isn't very helpful then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, pick something else then, Drutes. Fidget spinner. Okay, right. What's the purpose of a fidget spinner? Give people something to fidget with. Why? Because they can't sit still. Right. So why is it then important? Gives people something to do. Correct. So it it comes around in the cycle, right? So when Mm. you look at this stuff, usually it's not that complex. It's, It's quite simple. It's... It's important because there's a marketplace for it because people get bored and they can't sit still and a fidget spinner gives them something tangible in their hands that they can play with that is a distraction. Why is it important? Because it it takes their mind off what's obviously going on on sorry and allows them to to settle down or or whatever it is that works for them, right? So that's why it's important. Um what's the purpose of the business then? So the purpose of the business is to sell a product. Yep. And make some money. Right. Which is usually the purpose (laughs) of a business. Yes. Charity or a not-for-profit, different story, or a social enterprise. But a business, it's usually cause and effect, sell a product, make some money. Yeah. Right? So, the business direction for this particular business, where does this business want to go and what are its goals? 
Well, that's a good good question. And he's going to depend on the fidget spinner owner. It might be that the fidget spinner owner wants to expand into other products within that same sort of theme. Yep. Um, or it might be that they're just a one product man and they've just got this great idea and they just want to sell lots of fidget spinners. Correct. And so then the next question would be if they just want to sell, which one is that? Yeah. If they just want to sell fidget spinners, say, shall we say, then they focus on the development of fidget spinners and the whole sales process and customer service journey that goes with that. And then they set themselves up for some financial cash flow and budgeting. So they work out um, their break even margin point. Yeah. What do they need to sell this product for to make it profitable? Yeah. How many do they need to sell to make money? And they build their budget and their cash flow out based and on And when that. we're talking about break-even points, it's normally what's the cost of the product um, plus all the other costs of running the business. Mm-hmm. You know, so your break-even your point... Variable and your fixed costs. Is, yeah, is yeah, factoring in both your variable um, and, and your fixed to get to that, that price point. Yeah. So once we work out all of that, which is actually a lot of work, mm. let's be honest, yep. we then set apart an action plan with deadlines. And... When I work with clients in this space in with with Helix, I traditionally find that once you've done the, the who and the why and where you're taking it, sometimes it's easier to jump to the action plan first than it is to do the financials and cash flows. And the reason being is is that- It's the, more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that though, the, the five, I usually start with do a five year plan. The reason being is, is that if you don't exactly know where you're taking your business, how can you do financials and cash flows Mm. where you don't know it's going. So you mentioned earlier this business may be a one product shop or it might have multiple products. A five-year plan, when you plan it out with business owner, usually tells you whether or not it's a one. Yeah. In five years' time, where do you see this business? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What is it turning over? How does it affect your life? And then you work backwards. And obviously whether you're going to be a one product shop or a multi-product shop is going to impact on that action plan it and, usually and, and comes out the come vi- it's the visionary mm. stuff those entrepreneurial skill sets that vision of of where is this business going that then becomes planned so you then you have your five-year action plan and you break that down into years and then you do your your budgets and your cash flows off the years and then you can build your action plan of what has to happen to achieve those milestones in based on that and then you put deadline goals on them yeah so then you have this five-year stepping stone plan Mm. or sliding ladder or however you want to refer to it um, of a really tangible um, roadmap framework of where you're going in business why you're going there and how to get there yeah and we love a deadline because it provides a bit of accountability around actually achieving some of those steps. I don't know about you, but I am so much better if I have a deadline on something. My oh, personality, yeah. give me a deadline, it's done. Don't give me a deadline, good luck. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> kind of float along until I really actually have to get it done. <laughs> so, I mean... it. It's really, like I said, it's really not a complex topic. People avoid it because it's just not sexy. Mm. Um, but I think it's also, it, it is that fofu. They they don't understand it. They're back at that that sort of shame of knowledge of the stuff that we've talked in season one about in the different episodes. And so it's not as complex as people think they are. It literally can be a one-page plan. Often the the term smart goals are, are thrown around and you can just Google smart goals worksheet and download the smart goals. And that's, you know, strategic, measurable, specific, blah, 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 all yep. of the rest of them. 
And so you can do it on a one pager. I like a five year plan because it gives you more of that directional piece, that foundational work. It's pillar building. And when we talk about um, the foundations of a house and then putting the walls on, you know, the foundations are, as we've talked about, the entity types and structures, setting yourself up for success to make sure all the things we talked about in season one. Yeah. The pillars of the walls come in with your your foundations of um, who you are and why it's important, your business directions and your goals, your financials, your cash flows and your budgets, and then the action plan to how to get there. Yeah. And I think that the, the other element that people find, why people find it so daunting is that often, you know, they get told they're going to do a business plan and then they're like, well, how? And they get sent to some website that's got a 30-page Yep template which yep. is not necessarily relevant to it's what not they're 1984 trying to achieve <laughs> um, and if you're starting out small you don't need a 30 page document as your business plan no it can be something a lot smaller a lot more specific and as we said it doesn't necessarily have to be a document to start with it just needs to be a plan that's in a way that you're going to understand it you're going to make use of it yeah and That's include the, some actually of the most important that we were about. part is that you're going to make use of it. Yep. Nobody else is in the business but you and your business partners. Yeah. And the most important people to use a business plan is you. Okay. So if I've got a business plan, but it's one of those ones that just kind of sits on the shelf. It's not really what, a business plan. What, what it's do a you suggest on the shelf? <laughs> <laughs> what exactly are you asking me though? What, what steps should I take if I've, I've got a business plan, but it just sits on the shelves? What what, what would you suggest? If someone well, came to you and that was what they said, walked into your room and said, but I've got one, Sarah, it's sitting right here. I would say that you don't have a modern business plan. I'd say that you'd have a traditional business plan and therefore the business plan is a document, not a behavior and a habit. Yeah. And it goes back to those entrepreneurial skill set of we've talked about them and we will be talking about them later in this season um, of business acumen and the foresight and the broad scanning skills um, that come out of those categories of business acumen so look out for that episode um, where we go into it in much more depth but if you've got a business plan that sits on the shelf what does that tell me about you as a business owner you're not really focusing on your business correct you're probably too busy working in it instead of running it and that's traditionally the problem, right? And that's why I say they're not a document, they're a behavior yeah. or a habit, however yeah. you resonate with that. It all comes down to the way in which you handle and manage your business. And business plans like this, they get formed on paper because that's how we as humans sort of get and express our ideas. And as you said, they don't have to be in a in a particular format. They can be in all sorts of formats. They could be in pictures for all I care. But it's about getting the ideas out of your head and putting them down so that you can then get clarity on them so that you can then live and breathe them in business with your decisions. And so your decisions then in business become innate based on the knowledge of what your framework is, not just flapping around in thin air trying to make the right decision on the fly because it has to be made because there's pressure on you to make a decision, but you don't know if it's the right decision because you haven't thought about it yet. (laughs) And one of the things you did mention earlier is that a business plan should be fluid. And if you've got a document sitting on the shelf, that's not a fluid document because you're not referring to it, you're not updating it, um, you're not checking in with whether you're meeting the goals and the plans that you set out. 
um, that's, but in that document. So and you're that's not what meeting I mean. that fluidity Correct, element but we're, we're back at you don't drive from Melbourne to Sydney via Adelaide unless it's by design. Yeah. And it's the same thing in business. If you're not referring to your document and checking that you're on track, mm. you're driving to Adelaide. <laughs> like, th- th- that's the problem or you're driving to Broken Hill yeah you're going way out and, into the desert and with no real idea of why you're doing that but also often with no knowledge that that's actually what you're doing in the first place mm. let alone the why mm. so it, it becomes a behaviour a, a habit where you continually stay on track and you you track yourself and you become accountable to yourself as to the direction in which you're going and the decisions that you're making and, and how it's taking you and where it's taking you as opposed to just flying by the seat of your pants <laughs> and hoping that it works out and don't get me wrong that does actually work for some people oh, and yeah, I totally. envy them a lot because <laughs> that's not me unfortunately I have to plan everything out but some people just wing it and they make it work so if you had a client come to you and say but Sarah five years is so long away how can I put a five year plan in place that's too, too, too long for me so here's the thing most businesses particularly in Australia, but internationally, don't make it past four years. Yep. So you're not successful in small or medium business if you don't make it past four years. So if you're not even planning to make it past four years, you may as well give up now and save yourself a lot of time, energy and effort. Yep. So yeah, it is a long time, Mm. but we're back at the why. Yeah. Why are you doing this? What is the purpose of this? And if you're really not clear on your why respectfully don't do it Mm. and it does actually really surprise me the number of businesses I speak to that think they're going to be really successful in year one (laughs) it's like well but some it's pe- like some the goal are. is like yeah. the dream, right? dream. <laughs> and look and some people are but the reality is that it's usually a slow burn it <sighs> usually takes time and work and effort for the business to be really successful and hence why a lot of them do fail in those first couple of years it's really interesting like there's some really crazy statistics in the, the mortgage and finance industry for finance brokers that say of the 100% of people that start out in year one only 50% make it to year two. Oh, wow. Sorry, only 30% make it mm. to year two. Yep. And of the 30% make it to year two, only 50% of those make it to year three, three. Okay. which means only 15% of the 100% of people that started mm. in year one make it to year three. Yep. So that's just two full years. That's not three years because, yep. you know, one to two to three. The start of three years, 15% make it through. And I bet if we started pulling up statistics on other industries, you would find similar stats about the success rates. Yep. Um, and it's it's frightening, mm. especially when, when we know we've been there, the amount of blood, sweat and tears hey, that put into your goes business. into a business. So if you're not really sure on the why or the how. Or well, you don't have a plan. And, and you don't have a plan because mm. most don't. Mm. No one wants to do the not so sexy, mm. not fun stuff of planning a business and boring. So if you don't have those things, take three steps backwards. Yeah. And start with the planning. Which is what we talked about in one of our previous episodes for yeah. this reason. You don't start with a business name. <laughs> oh, come on. That's the fun bit. That's the bit that you like. But um, for those reasons. So what are our other questions on this topic? There's a few little things else that we wanted to cover off um, in terms of 
how do you write a plan? Well, we briefly touched on that earlier. Um, I've got some templates that are available on my website for you. Um, Zero actually has the cash floats and the, the budgeting. Yeah. And so does QuickBooks and Myob, depending on your subscription. So you don't need to download an Excel spreadsheet. I mean, we've yeah. got a template for that too, if you need yeah. it. But um, <laughs> business.gov.au does yes. have some templates, but just yes. be aware of not downloading the long 30-page one and, and thinking you have to fill the entire thing in. Um, it's more useful for just grabbing some bits and pieces that are relevant to yep. you and your business. Yep, and we we have again uh, like a it's a, we call it like a business um, business action plan mm. or a business it's a, like a, a success map. Yep. Um, which is a group of templates that we've got available for sale, which sort of do them. They're they're more fun. Like they're more you know pretend you're in primary school, <laughs> right? Answer these questions and the why, and and go through them, and that then leads you to the goals of how do you build your action plan from that. So yeah. and look. If, if business planning, you really feel like that's not your element, um, then get some help in. Yeah, absolutely. Have a conversation with someone who it is their you know expertise and their element and, and, also, and get some support in doing it. Don't be scared of paying for it mm. either, right? Because as we've talked about on so many like different episodes, research and planning are the two key fundamental things of a successful business um, and in conjunction with a marketing plan they're also the the biggest things that no one ever wants to pay for yeah but <laughs> it's an investment in your business and it's a worthwhile investment um, particularly in those very early stages I think it's more worthwhile than anything else you do in business okay and I might be biased about that but 20 <laughs> years of sitting on the sidelines and watching other people's businesses and seeing those that succeeded and those that didn't. Some fluked it. I'll give them credit for <laughs> fluking it. But the ones that really did succeed, I think, were the ones where the business owners, business planned by habit and behaviour as opposed to on paper. Yeah. And they were the ones that have done really, really well for themselves. Yeah. So as they should have. As they should have. Exactly right. It's not a complex, guys. <laughs> it's simple. So we'd actually really love to hear from you guys. Who has a business plan? <laughs> Who yes. uses it, who has a modern business plan and keeps themselves accountable to those goals. Let us know. Yeah. It'd be very interesting to see because most people go, oh, yeah, I got one. But we want to know who uses it. I want to know who has it as a behaviour because mm. that's the fun fundamental. Yeah, I'm probably still working on that one. But there'd be stuff that you would do innately. So oh, that's yeah. the thing, right? So yeah. some of this stuff you're doing innately, you're doing yeah. already, but it's recognizing the link between what you're doing that links to your business plan and the yeah. decisions that you're making and how you're tracking. So very interesting. Yes. Love to hear back from you. So that's about all we've got time for in today's episode. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. We'll uh, see you next week. See you soon. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Financial Fofu. We really appreciate you tuning in and hope that you have subscribed to our channel. I just wanted to let you all know that the information and material in our podcast and any supplementary and associated information available is for general purposes only. It should not be taken as constituting professional advice from us, the podcast owners and our special guests. And we recommend that you seek independent, suitable advice that is specific for your unique circumstances. Thanks for tuning 
tuning in. Hope to see you next week. Please, please, please send us, um, use our link and send us any requests or any feedback. We'd really appreciate it. Cheers.